Okay, before we get started, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Brad Rock. Uh, a lot of years of great service uh, in this state and, and uh, a real professional and just appreciate the, the coverage he gave us and uh, what he did for the state of Utah as far as his uh, journalism and so forth and a uh, great person. So Brad Rock, wish you all the best in uh, retirement. Uh, game week is finally here. Um, you know, we're ready to go. It's, you know, one thing about college football is you, you get so tired of beating on each other throughout all spring ball and all fall camp. It's not like the NFL where you get a bunch of preseason games and that type of thing to get ready. You got you to work against each other. So our guys are definitely sick of doing that, as I'm sure everyone in the country is. And it's going to be nice to get out and uh, actually play an opponent instead of lining up against ourselves every day. Um, we've had a good fall camp. I think our guys are ready to go. We'll find out. Um, still got some question marks that will probably be resolved through the course of play. You know, how the, how the offensive line is going to come together, our kicking situation and so forth. So there's still some things that uh, are unsettled as far as uh, not knowing for certain, but uh, that's the nature of the game. I mean, that's I'm sure everyone in the country has got those same issues as well. So anyways, we're excited to get going. And uh, shoot, we're what, three days away? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, three days away. And, and uh, we'll find out where we stand. Questions? Coach, um, you know, you had Zach, Tyler, Britton all have season-ending injuries last year, and they've all worked back from those injuries. How, how are they looking individually and collectively going into this opener? Good. They'll be ready to roll. Yeah, they'll all be ready to roll, and and uh, we're looking forward to, to having them back. That's, that's a lot of offensive production right there you just mentioned, and, and it's great to have them back. Kyle, I realize it's not a Pac-12 game, but how big of a deal is the biggest sporting event in the state of Utah to Kyle Whittingham and the Utah Utes? Well, the rivalry game is always uh, a big deal in the state. You're right. I mean, it is most years. I guess there may be some exceptions. Most years it is the biggest event uh, of the entire year. And, uh, you know, no conference implications, obviously, with the, the way things are set up now. But uh, always bragging rights and, and uh, it has an impact on some of the in-state recruiting and that type of thing. So every game's a big deal. And, uh, you know, the rivalry game coming in the opener is, is brand new. It's put a whole different spin on it. And so uh, we'll see how it goes. Kyle, is there anything you can learn from the week zero games that maybe you can help kind of start off faster or different tendencies that maybe you saw in those games to help you this Thursday? Uh, maybe just the fact that the team typically that makes the fewest mistakes is going to win, although Hawaii won turning the ball over six times. I mean, that's an anomaly. I mean, you look at statistical analysis, and that's in the you know 2% of the time category probably at best that you can get away with that. But, but even the Florida-Miami game was – pretty laden with penalties and, and miscues. And so, uh, you know, the, the team that, you know, in an opener, you want to try to eliminate as much chaos as you can. And if you just play hard, it'll cover up, you know, the mistakes you do make. And so uh, the opener is, is always um, a lot of unknowns, no matter who you're playing. And uh, you got to be ready for uh, just a broad spectrum of possibilities because they've had all off season to, to change things up. Coach, uh, generally speaking, Utah's the underdog going into most games, and I know that's how you like it. This year's not the case. What, what's the message been throughout the offseason to the team to try and get them ready to be the favorite? Well, uh, trying to build on the success we had last year. You know, we had a, a pretty good year last year, winning the, winning the Pac-12 South. 
and uh, you got to be able to handle that success. And handling success is is a lot different than trying to attain it. I mean, it's a different type of mindset, and you got to you know continue to work hard and not uh, think you have all the answers, and and uh, be able to you know just. Uh, you know, continue to do what got you there, and not not get comfortable with uh, with what you've accomplished. Because we got a lot more that we need to accomplish. Uh, the the one position battle that was unclear until the depth chart came out just now is Tariq Lewis at cornerback. Mm -hmm. How did he win that job? Just uh, slightly edged out to Josh Nurse, and and uh, you'll see Josh Nurse in the game as well as Tariq, because it was that close. And uh, another guy, uh, Travis Broughton, is a guy that really is starting to come along, the freshman now, whether or not he gets any game experience uh, defensively. He'll get on special teams, but, but that remains to be seen. But uh, that was a close battle. Tariq just played slightly better than Josh uh, for you know more of the fall camp. But Josh, where Josh Nurse is right now, as opposed to where he was when we first made the transition to DB, is night and day. And he's very proud of, we're very proud of what he's done there. Zach Wilson is a, a kind of guy, a guy that really came on strong at the end of last year for them. Uh, what kind of progression um, do you expect to see from him? Well, he's, you know, he was uh, thrust in there as a true freshman, and I thought he handled it well. And like you said, his numbers got better as the season wore on. Um, you know, it's a new season. You know, everything is is uh, you know a fresh start for everybody. But but uh, you know, you could definitely see him getting more comfortable in their scheme and and certainly more productive as the season went on. And of course, he finished off with that uh, statistically outstanding game uh, in the bowl game. Kevin, I know depth charts don't necessarily mean much to you when we, you put them out in, in terms of sending it to us, but what, what's the running back situation look like? Obviously, I have Devonta Henry Cole as your number two, but do you see Brumfield or, or Wilmore kind of getting in that action? Absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you know, Zach is our lead guy. But as we <clears throat> talked about before, you know, you run the football – 40 times a game, he's not going to carry it 40 times. And so there's got to be some supplemental carries in there. And you will see Jordan Wilmore. You will see uh, Devonta Henry Cole. And you will see uh, Devin. And so we got four guys right now that are in the mix uh, uh, for for carries. And uh, But Zach will get you know the lion's share of those carries. But Coach, you're used to riding momentum after a bowl win. That's not the case this year. Have you noticed a difference in this season or this offseason after not winning the bowl game and maybe having this as BYU as the opener help offset that maybe? I don't think so. You know, it was a, it was a downer, obviously, and it affects you for a certain period of time afterwards, but you got to get it out of your system. You can't dwell on that or linger on it. And, and uh, it's something that, uh, you know, I haven't sensed any difference in the way our team is, their attitude, their, uh, their preparation. Uh, so, yeah, I think it was a, uh, you know, a, downer for a couple weeks and then after that you got to get over it and move on coach i was curious why you decided not to have players join us this year well the class conflicts for one and and uh you know giving them time to eat i mean there's just a lot of things plus you'll have access to them later today so there really is no disadvantage other than just not forcing them to drag drag themselves into here and disrupt their schedule one more That's question, all. just to, what's your level of you – know, we've talked a lot about the kickers this year, the kicker and the punter the new, being new. What's your level of confidence as the season's getting started? Well, very good right now, but uh, as I always say with kickers, you know, when the you know, game situation is different than practice situation, and that's not only for kickers, for everybody, but, but uh, as far as what we've seen in practice, we feel confident in both the punting and place kicking and the kickoff. 
because that's also a factor. And so uh, we'll see, you know, when they when they get their opportunity in the game. But but uh, if they can play like they practice, which oftentimes is the case, then they should be just fine. Kyle, as a guy who has lifetime experience in this rivalry, do you still enjoy it all these years later? Enjoy it. Uh, it's competitive. It's it's uh, intense. Um, you know, when you're not in the same conference, it takes a different. It's a, there's a different feel to it, but uh, it's still you know it's still every bit as as uh, gratifying, I guess you could say, as always. Coach, going back to the kicking conversation, what yard line are you comfortable with when it comes to distance for, for Andrew on Thursday? Well, he's got a strong leg. He's hit as uh, as far as 56 in practice, and so I think it's to say what yard line as a hard and fast rule is, is uh, hard to do because situation of the game, what effect will a missed kick have in that game as opposed to what effect the, you know, three, three additional points will have. Because if you try, you know, when you, you know as well as I, when you try long field goals, if you don't convert, you've given up some field position. So it's just a, more a matter of uh, game complexion and circumstances rather than a hard and fast uh, yard line. But where is he capable of? You know, if we reach the, uh, you know, the 36, 37-yard line, that's that's where it starts to come into his realm of possibility. Just to follow up on Zach Moss, when you say he's ready to roll, does that mean Thursday? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Unless something happens between now and then, <laughs> I guess could happen. We've talked about it over the years, but just your relationship with Kalani, uh, is it just as strong as it ever has been? And, and, and what remember some of your earliest memories of when you realized that this is my kind of guy? Yeah, well, to answer your first part of the question, yeah, we, we I feel very close to Kalani. We spent a lot of time in the offseason again this year. Um, we uh, have a lot in common as far as how we think and and uh, personality-wise, at least in my estimation. Um, and what was the second part? <laughs> when did you realize that? Oh, when I, yeah, right when I interviewed him. You know, uh, Gary Anderson said, hey, here's a guy that, you know, when I hired, when Gary was, was obviously on the staff when I got the head job, got elevated to, to a D coordinator, he said, here's a guy I want you to take a look at for a spot on the staff. Didn't necessarily say where, because Kalani had coached offense uh, for most of his time, although he had a little bit of background on defense. And uh, it was that very first interview when I sat down with him, and, and we spent a couple hours talking together and, and uh, hit it off right away and, and uh, really, really uh, you know, just enjoyed his personality and, and his attitude. And, and uh, like I said, we had a lot of common ground. Coach, the defensive line was able to generate a lot of pressure in last year's game, but they weren't able to convert a lot of those pressures into sacks. What's the focus this week heading into the game on Thursday with BYU for the defensive line in particular? Well, just you know, play their play their game. I mean, we've got very good players up front. You know, those three seniors in particular, and then uh, Max Tupai and Mika Tafu are really good. The, you know, the underclassmen, and so um, you don't want to you don't want to press. You don't want to try to do too much. Just do your job. And and last year we we did get some pressures, but let them out of the cage uh, several times, and and uh, weren't disciplined enough in our in our rush lanes. And so that's been a point of emphasis all fall camp long as being more disciplined in our rush lanes. Now, that's not to say the QB's never gonna or that he's never going to escape because he is. I mean, there's four four pass rushers and six gaps, and so you're not going to cover all the gaps, you know, every single rep, every single pass. But but if you can just make him feel uncomfortable, don't let him just sit back there and, and uh, have time to go through all his reads, snap after snap, that's really what gets you in trouble. we got to be able to disrupt him. 
After going all through spring and fall camp, you, you probably have a good grasp of what the personality and the mentality of this team is. Mm-hmm. What what are they like, and how is it maybe different than in years past? Well, it's far more similar to last year than different. There's a lot more similarities. Uh, leadership has been outstanding. The way they go about their business, and you know, we and I say that because we only lost what ten seniors or nine or whatever it was. So, so most everybody's back. So there's not a lot of turnover. Where some years when you lose twenty plus seniors, you can see a dramatic change in the attitude and the personality. Not so this year. It's very similar to what it was last year, and which is a good thing because I love last year's group and feel the same about these these guys. <clears throat> Kyle, obviously you want the win, but what, is, what does success look like for you in the first week of, of games? Success for us? To win? Yeah, to win would be the, that would be the, the definition of it without a doubt. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than that's that's how we're measured, wins and losses, and so that would be the the primary focus and criteria. It doesn't matter how it happens, you know, ugly, pre- pretty, doesn't none of that matters. It's just trying to get a win. Good question. Yeah, I did, nothing wrong with your question, or Tom's haircut, <laughs> actually. <laughs> did you do that yourself? Did you do that yourself? It looks good. Okay. And you touched on this briefly, uh, the, all the returning experience that you have uh-huh. this year. Um, it, in terms of the teams that you've coached, has, has this been the most experienced squad you've had coming back? I would say, yeah, just based on the outgoing seniors. Now, I don't want to minimize those guys that left because they, they were really good football players, and I think every one of them, or close to every one of them, either got drafted or had a shot as a free agent. And so there, there was a great deal of talent there. But as far as just returning experience probably this year and, and then the 08 year was kind of the same you know we felt like we had a, a, a very good nucleus returning that year and so probably comparable to, to what we had returning in 08 as far as the the amount of starters and the quality of those starters coach and talking to the players they use this eight game winning streak as motivation not wanting to be the team that that ends it how much of the how much of the is the streak brought up and and when you talk to the team if we, we just don't lose to this team well we don't focus on the number of you know where whatever it is and it's it's a, a situation where you're right you know the the responsibility they feel to the people that have come through the program and and we've had what five senior classes come through that have never tasted defeat in this game four or five and so uh, you're exactly right they don't want to be the uh, the group that that breaks that streak you know and you know nothing lasts forever that's for certain but they don't you know they don't want to be the ones that that uh, are in that boat. You had mentioned that this is uh, the first time you play BYU, the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. How's that been different through the off season? I mean, you're not breaking nettles and you know beat BYU or anything, but how has it how's it been different? No different, no different at all as far as our approach, uh, how we handled spring ball, how we handled summer conditioning, how we handled fall camp. There really is no no difference. We started preparing for the opponent at the exact same point in time through fall camp that we have in years past. And so the process is the process. It doesn't change, and uh, we believe in it. And so there was no change at all as far as uh, how that came about or how how it came down. One more, Dirk. This close to the Stairmaster and Dirk's. I got to work on my material. Okay. Kyle, I was going to ask with the changes to the offense and that, do you anticipate Zach Moss and Britton Covey having maybe similar loads that they had last year or no one, not want to show your hand on that? 
Well, they're both really two really good players, and, and Zach Moss, you know, we, we like to establish the run. That's never changed, and, and uh, Zach is, you know, one of the best backs in the country, in our opinion, and so he is certainly going to get, you know, his share of touches, and Covey is our leading receiver returning from last year, and so, yeah, to answer your question, they'll be, they'll be a big part of the offense, both those guys. Okay, thanks, guys.